0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on yet another sunny day here in the capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Sunil Chandarana, pharmacist at May and Thompson Pharmacy, a chemist located in Walking. Sunil, hello.
1: Hi, Matthew. How are you?
0: Very well. Thank you for coming on the program today. And now, um, normally, we charge headlong into the subject of leadership. However, considering the ongoing COVID-19 outbreak, I must ask, how has this affected your business?
1: Well, actually, it's been a very, very busy time, as you can imagine, in community pharmacy. Um, we have been um, inundated especially in the dead, especially the first few weeks of the lockdown, we had an extremely busy time where lots of patients were unable to leave their house, so we had to provide a delivery service um for certain patients who hadn't had that service before. We were very very busy we were probably around thirty to forty percent busier more than normal mm-hmm. so the work the workload was massively increased um with the existing staff numbers, and on top of that, there was a lot of concern with what's going what what was happening in the world so it was a very busy time. And we did also have drug shortages as well, mm-hmm. so, which didn't help the situation. But I'm pleased to say my team were excellent. They worked very hard. They were very strong. Um, and they managed the situation brilliantly.
0: What sort of adaptations did you have to make uh, to the premises to uh, go in line with the whole social distancing and protecting both your customers and your staff?
1: Um, there was some guidance released um, by PSNC, which PSNC is an organisation that advised pharmacies as to um, their obligations, contractual obligations. We did take measures ourselves very early on. I've got a very good team who um, were very proactive, so we quickly changed the policy of uh, one patient into the pharmacy at a time. We put restrictive barriers. We put tape um, just to protect ourselves and our staff. Um, and the customers of course um, we installed a screen with a barrier so the patients wouldn't come in direct contact um, we would also wear gloves and masks and other um, protective equipment just to uh, protect ourselves and customers.
0: Do you believe that this is going to have a long-term effect on the way in which you do business?
1: I think there is a general there is a, a lot of concern at the moment. So patients are not really willing to come to um, retail outlets as much. So they do prefer the delivery service. So that's one area I think that, that will potentially change. We are, we are undertaking quite a few more deliveries than we were previously. Mm-hmm. So I think that that way of doing things will continue.
0: Well, we should move on to the subject of leadership. I always like to start this part of the conversation off by asking the same simple question, what does the word leader mean to you?
1: I think leader to me means somebody who conveys the messages of the objectives of their business and how they do that is in how they act, how they, um, how they communicate um, and how they make others feel to reach their objective at the end of every day of business.
0: And how do you drive your team to reach their objectives? What's your personal leadership style?
1: My personal leadership style is I like to engage with everyone individually and as a team. I think if you get to know individuals and appreciate individuals, you understand what their concerns are, what their strengths are, and to reach them on a personal level. They're not just workers, they're individuals, they're humans with emotions. And I think it's really important to understand that and appreciate that. And then you have to always convey the messages of what you're trying to achieve and why you're trying to achieve it. And then together as a team, you can meet those expectations.
0: Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, The staff are humans. And uh, as we both know, humans aren't infallible. Occasionally, they will inevitably get into uh, a conflict with one another, or maybe they might not be working as you may have wished. Uh, What's your um, method of resolving conflict?
1: I think if there is a conflict in a within a workplace or if it's within a, a staff, I think it's, the first thing is to always understand the situation impartially, gather all information. Um, and then, then I think the most important thing is to come to decision, but to communicate that and have a very, very good rationale. And so there is understanding from everyone's side as to why you've come to that. Mm. And if there's a reason why somebody needs to apologize or why you need to apologize, I think, a level of honesty is always always important and transparency in order to resolve any situation. Mm.
0: Let's take a trip back in time to the beginning of your career when you first started out your working life. Did you have any particular influences that shaped the way in which you lead and work?
1: I think just working just generally from the age of 14, I've had many jobs in many different environments in various settings and I found that by Doing this, I, I was very exposed to different styles of leaderships, ones I, I was more responsive to, the ones that some I was less responsive to. Um, I think it varied a lot. And I, by doing that, I would pick up habits as to what I liked and what I didn't like. So then when I, by the time I qualified from university and I was a pharmacist, you are in charge of the pharmacy even though you may not have any experience to that point. So I was, I, I learned quite quickly my style um, and very early on I started to work with my dad and he was a pharmacist, he had his own pharmacy for a number of years and I worked with him for you know, a period of time whereby I, I saw how he reacted and his approach was with customers and other staff and how he got things done and I think that was a massive influence for me. I, I understood his, his way of working which was no job is too small mm. and that sort of attitude has definitely rubbed off for me.
0: Now, do you uh, pass that on to anyone who work for works for you? Uh, do you have any sort of mentees within your establishment?
1: Yeah, so every year I think it's important to give back um, levels of information and help others. Um, so we always like to have a pre registration pharmacist. And um, so they're a trainee pharmacists. So we, we always give them the opportunity every year we have this. Um, so we would. We would teach them the skills and give them the confidence throughout the pre-registration year for them to achieve that level of confidence. So when they go out in the big wide world, at least they've got some experience. And it's really important that they experience the different situations of working.
0: Now, unfortunately, our time together is beginning to draw to its close. But before I let you go, uh, let's talk a bit about leaders on uh, the world stage. Uh, in business who inspire you? I
1: think there are many different types of leaders. Um, I think it's really difficult to pick a leader who inspires us for their skills such as leadership. But I do like leaders who like to innovate um, and look at the market and disrupt the market. So for me, someone like Elon Musk, who's worked in different industries um, and found it very, very, he's, he's, he's disrupted different industries, he's, he's, he's excelled in whichever environment he's gone into. Um, I, think, I think for me they're very admirable to have the confidence and the courage to go along um, and understand mm-hmm. the industry and remake it and mould it into what he wants. So someone like Elon Musk for me is, is a very admirable leader.
0: And finally, uh, in the coming 12 months, what has uh, in store for May and Thompson Pharmacy?
1: So um, I am at Mayan Thompson, and I also have another pharmacy called McQueen's
0: uh, Pharmacy as well, Dartford. Um, mm-hmm. We are
1: looking to launch our own supplements brand uh, called Peak Spirit in the next few weeks. So um, that's that, that's the next project that I will be personally working on.
0: Well, that sounds very interesting, and uh, I'd love to have you back on the program at some point so we could hear a bit more about that. But for now, Neil, it's been a pleasure. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: That was Sunil Chandrana, pharmacist at May and Thompson Pharmacy. And now, if you haven't heard it before, it's Jonathan White's exclusive interview with Sir Jeff Hurst.
2: Uh, we're now joined, uh, though, by former England footballer and still the only man to score a hat-trick in a World Cup final. Sir Jeff Hurst, uh, thank you very much for coming on today.
3: Uh, You're welcome. You're welcome. Good afternoon. that's griping or moaning about the system, and if you've got people like that in the organisation, one thing I have learnt and I've taken on in my life and my family—you've got somebody in a group that doesn't want to be part of it—you you get them out. And Alpha I think, was was quite ruthless of that in his staff, and I think that's one thing—one of the most serious ones. I think I've learnt over a long period of time.
2: And is there? Do you think? Uh...
3: they were people that else didn't think wanted to be part of a group um so that that's that's for me in terms of my personal view i think that it looked prior to the um world cup that i was going to be playing um in it only a few games before i was i was playing and i played with the immigrants in the game against yugoslavia only a couple of months before the final and it looked at that stage as if i was going to be
2: You, you don't have to, but I will. No, well, um, it's, it's okay
3: for a third party to do it. Uh, perhaps, um, perhaps that may have been the case over the years. Uh, people look at you, and um, uh, maybe uh, it has a, a helpful effect. Uh, but I do think you—you you, how you behave and set examples on and off the pitches—people must realise that uh, that's, that has an influence. How you react and behave mm. to, to situations on and off the field Looking at so that, many. yeah, so many, and that's why we we're successful because we had so many um, showing all those qualities that you just mentioned uh, throughout the team. I think that that was outstanding, and uh, uh, and it's an opportunity to, to talk about uh, all of them in, in that breath. And there was nobody. And I, going back to an earlier earlier question for me, that um, all hard nosed professionals, good good teammates, mm. good socially.